Hello, everyone. I'm Trent Luce. Welcome to another edition of Rural Routes, the program where we gather every day at this time, Monday through Friday, <clears throat> minus Memorial Day. And what we do when we gather is continue to address the issues between rural and urban America. Although, J.C. Cole, I think we've got all of those issues addressed. Now we're addressing the issues between the people wrong and the people right. How's J.C.? <laughs> J.C. is okay. Trent, we made it to June 1st. <laughs> are you sure? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. And you don't, you don't uh, think we're, are we time traveling or are we actually here? That might be cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, like I said, if uh, we time travel, I want to go back to being 17 in high school. <laughs> Will you do that with the wisdom you have as a 60 year old or the same wisdom you had as a 17 year old at the time? No, I'll take the sixty-year-old. <laughs> okay, right. I'm I'm very convinced that I do not want to be sixteen to thirty in today's world. I do no. not want to redo that. No, no, uh, it's a uh, a bit bit uh, stressful and uh, confusing, especially when you add these uh, wonderful things of telecommunications. Yeah. You mean you're complaining that you and I can communicate like this on the spur of the moment? No, no. I just think that, uh, you know, when you're turning 16 years old, adding a new dimension, uh, that that extreme um, uh, can be a, a bit overwhelming. Yeah. So. Uh, I see that you sent me a, <clears throat> an email about a fire in my home state that looks questionable. What did yes. I miss? Well, you know, the the challenge is that we're seeing a very large amount of fires. And, and of course, you know, you you normally write it off as a coincidence. But what if it's not a coincidence? How do you know that? You know, uh, it's kind of like um, when uh, you notice that a chicken disappears (laughs) and then another chicken disappears and then another chicken disappears and then they you know, you find a, a paw print looking like a coyote. Um, and that's that's the challenge that we're in. Um, the uh, It's very well known that the trained um, military, um, the, the, both the, the Americans, the Russians, the Chinese, the Israelis, and uh, any fifth column, are trained to do sabotage and make it look like uh, an accident. Now, the question is, is, is that what we're seeing? And, you know, at what point do you say, what are we up to now? 25 food uh, facilities caught on fire in the last, what, four six. weeks? I think you have to go back six months uh, for, all, for all 25, but still. Um, at some point you have to say this is unprecedented. Yeah, there's been an occasional accident, mistake, or explosion, but to have 25 food processing plants in six months in the calendar year 2022, that's just uh, a little beyond suspicious. Yes. And, and of course, you know, we had reported on suspicious things happening to oil refineries about, uh, uh, two years ago, um, mm. 
right? For instance, I don't know if it's online, but uh, the hurricane came through Houston and knocked off, what, uh, one of the largest refineries. I haven't heard if it's back online yet or not. Uh, the largest one, uh, refinery on the East Coast burnt down about a year and a half ago, and it's not being replaced. The largest one on the West Coast happened to catch on fire, but they put it out. And the largest one in the world in Saudi Arabia got attacked by drones. Now, the attack by drones is not a coincidence. (laughs) That's That's outright suspicious right there. I mean, yeah, we need to follow that path. Right. So so either that or the drones went off on their own. Uh Uh-oh, we don't want to go there. (laughs) But... uh, uh, I do have to tell you that Dr. Fogarty, my favorite radiologist, on um, Monday of this week, he let us know on Across the Pond that he saw artificial intelligence read the first film as a, and substituting as a radiologist this week. Does that mean he needs a new profession? Or does uh, he have some- <laughs> that not only does that mean he needs a new profession, everybody needs to evaluate what artificial intelligence is going to do. Because I don't know if you've heard or not, JC, but there, there's apparently a labor problem out there. So if people stop trying to hire people and turn to artificial intelligence for everything, including reading films as a radiologist, what's off the table? Yes. And there's, you know, there's um, when you start to follow the guys who uh, are in the um, let's say uh, the black um, projects, uh, they they come out and they say we have we have AI we have a couple of different AIs and um, I don't know what you do about that. Uh, so, I mean, it really, it, that, that really bodes the question for, I think, a very good discussion. So yeah. if, if you have people continually showing up to work as they're supposed to, to continue your business, you just accept that and, and you go forward. If you do not have a workforce to supply the daily needs, and this could be applied in not only uh, labor, but in, in nutrition and everything else. You go, you go to work with ingenuity because human nature is that we seek ingenuity and we seek that ingenuity in times of, of peril at a greater level than we do when things are comfortable. So if we actually achieve artificial intelligence to do the, the jobs that normal humans do by showing up for getting paid, what happens to the people who aren't getting paid? What, what, how do they survive or subsist themselves? That this, seems that, to be the big picture. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's say the people at the top of the totem pole are starting to notice that we don't need that many people at the bottom of the totem pole. Um, and <clears throat> coincidentally, we got a <laughs> we get a pandemic and a uh, toxic injection. Did you follow very closely the World Economic Forum last week? I didn't follow it closely. Um, uh, and I wasn't invited. I'm I'm mad at those guys. I, <laughs> uh, no, you're not. I wasn't invited either. But I did keep track of two media outlets from Canada, both of them from Canada, Rebel News and True North. Both did a fantastic job. Of, they were not allowed in, by the way. 
I found that interesting. They were not allowed in the event, but they right. closely monitored the people at the event and they monitored, they streamed every event. You could have been there with, from your own, from that chair right there, JC. And then what they did was put it into context, what happened and brought to light the information that we needed to know. And I got caught in myself because there was a 33 minute video with the Klaus Schwab and the CEO of Pfizer, Albert Borla. And instead of watching the 33-minute video, which was my mistake, I watched the 32-second video, which somebody made public. Only they had spliced it and took out like four key words that changed the entire context of the video. I shared that on Across the Pond and then on Tuesday had to correct it. But with all of that said, they are not hiding what they're trying to do. And what Borla said was, we are going to reduce the cost of our vaccines to where we can get 50% of the world to afford them that cannot currently afford them. Wonderful. How many people in the United States paid for their own vaccines? If you call it a vaccine, I've lured myself into calling it a vaccine, JC. That's not right. How many people in the United States paid for their own jabs? Right. Well, I, I think we all paid for them. <laughs> True. I, I didn't get a jab. Nobody in my family got a jab, but yet we paid for the jabs. So how, right. how does, I mean, and, and people of India and Africa, they didn't succumb to that nonsense. So they're just trying to lure people in that they were in a country that could not afford them or didn't buy into it. That's all that's going on. Right. You really have to ask the, the big question. Why would you try to uh, inject something in the entire uh, population of the world for what is generally considered a common cold? Hmm. And so That's... that that reeks of a, uh, a, a potential agenda of something else. Of course, we know what that something else is. If there is a reeking, we're going another way. And that's the second segment. J.C. Cole, Trent Luce, more roll out after this. When it comes to the beef supply, we need a supplier of tender beef so the consumer is happy every single time. That's what it comes back to. Lone Creek Cattle Company utilizing the Piedmontese breed does generate a consistently tender product that's tender every time. It gets people coming back. We can use mechanical tenderization. We can use anything else, but why not use nature? when it's provided for you. And that is what the certified Piedmontese system is doing. It needs you, the Great Plains Cattlemen, to be a part of the supply chain. Details at LoneCreekCattleCo.com. Welcome back. Roll route, Trent Lewis, alongside J.C. Cole. You know, I shared a story with you during the break, J.C., and it's kind of appropriate for where we're at today. We as human beings have been put inside of an electric fence Absolutely. And as long as we uh, respect that electric fence, we're going to be contained. We should be more like that set of heifers making Kelly mad right now and not respect the electric fence. Right. And, uh, and of course, if we break out, then we get tased. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see her carrying the hot shot, but if she could have gotten to him with it, I think it would have worked. <laughs> right. Right. So, so I came across a quote. Um, a quote from uh, Alexander uh, Solzhenitsyn, and um, he spent uh, he spent a good amount of time in the gulags. Okay, 
We know they are lying. They know they are lying. They know we know they are lying. And we know they know we know they are lying. But they are still lying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think that could be written today, too. Yes. And, um, you know, uh, Solzhenitsyn wrote a book called... um, Gulag Archipelago, um, which is, is very thick, and I, I look, it's better just to get the cliff notes on it. But he basically said they took this away one by one, and, and if we realized what they were going to do, we would have fought, you know, and taken out one or two of them each time, and eventually they run out of people. So, so it comes down to my. My opinion and what, you know, touching on what you just talked about with the, uh, um, was it the World Financial? Uh, world Economic Forum. Yeah, the World Economic which, Forum. Which has everything to do with destroying the economics, not building it. Well, I think it's it has everything to do with control, yeah. period. Yeah. My and, quote. And you can immediately where they're using our carbon footprint. You know, I, I checked under my footprint. I saw no carbon at all. But but our carbon footprint, and they all fly in their private jets. You know, so they're just plain hypocrites or lying. Wait a minute. We just touched on that. We know they are lying. So we're in a giant psyop, a psychological operation, and occasionally we pick, pick it up, right? And um, and even that part where somebody, you know, somebody uh, cut and spliced what the CEO of Pfizer is saying, I got hoodwinked on that too. And I go, boy, that just doesn't make sense that he would actually come out and say that. Um, you know, and I didn't do my homework. So, you know, you, you can't be perfect. And that's another thing is even for you and I, people need to do their homework to keep, you know, mm-hmm. to that what we're saying is accurate and and you know I, I really don't have you know all day to check on what's happening in the world i know no oh. which is so, why i went with the 32 second clip instead of taking the time to watch the 33 minute which i then watched the 33 minute just to make sure i portrayed everything accurately and right. there were some here's the here's the real story by watching the 32 second clip I got the juicy tidbit that I wanted, right? That's right. See, Pfizer's evil. By watching the entire 33-second, 33-minute clip, after I made an ass of myself, as in the donkey, um, I found much more information in there that was more alarming than by watching the 32-second clip. And, and, well, the part that I already shared with you, part of that, is that we're going to find a way to get all people of the world to afford our vaccines. But the other thing that he said, which should be alarming to everybody, is that uh, they have found a way to partner with the U.S. FDA to streamline the approval of the products that they want to get to the public. What is the purpose of the FDA if they can be bought? So then what I did, J.C., I went to... Um, you can go look at public information about where people give money. And guess who 
Albert Borla, Borla most frequently gives money to from a political mm-hmm. contribution standpoint? Um, the SDA? No. Mitch the McConnell. Party. Mitch, no, <laughs> not the Democratic no. Party, which is exactly what I was expecting to find. One Democrat that I found and I don't honestly know if it was one given year or over a lifetime, but I went and I looked at the actual accounting records. Uh, Jillian from New York is the only Democrat he gave money to personally. This is personally, not Pfizer doing this. He personally gave money to Kevin McCarthy, Mitch McConnell, Republicans in leadership positions, which tells me that he found a way to streamline his partnership with the FDA in funding people that you wouldn't expect him to fund. And then we ask, why are these rhinos not standing up for we the people? I guess yeah. now we know. Yes. And, you know, that brings up what we touched on before is, well, where where are the Epstein uh, files? Where's the Wiener laptop and where are the Maxwell files? Because my guess is it uh, it will go back to about 70% of Congress. So they don't want to let those out because those people will be immediately taken off, you know, offline. Right. Um, so, so anyway, you know, again, we're in a huge psyop, and and I've said it numerous times. Santos, the supreme art of war is to subdue the enemy without fighting. And you know, and we're we're being played. This thing that happened in uh, in uh, uh, Texas, this shooting, right? If you look at how they play us most of the time, it's called the Hegelian dialect, which we had we had touched on before, which is problem, reaction, solution. They want a solution. What's the solution they're looking for? And of course, you can't tell because because it's kind of secret. So they create a problem, and the problem creates a reaction. So if you look at the reaction, you start to identify what solution they're trying to achieve. So what were the reactions that came out of the uh, Texas shooting? There are a couple of them. Well, anger is the first one. Yeah, yes. And of course, anger anger is somebody could just massacre children like that. Yes, anger and fear. And so if you look at you look at uh, what the reaction was. And so if on the liberal side, one of the reactions was, oh, there it is. The, you know, the, we've got to take the guns to save the children. OK, if you look at if you look at the reaction on the uh, conservative side. Right. Well, there it is. This just proves that we have to have our own guns to be able to protect our children. But then there was another one which I thought was pretty sneaky is both sides, the left and the right, now are losing faith in our law establishment. Right? And if you remember, you and I discussed a while back, one possible theory is that this, uh, the stupidity that we see with our world leaders is deliberate and that they're trying to create the, um, the, the public, the people, to revolt against the existing governments and cause them to collapse. And that causing them to collapse creates world chaos. 
And of course, one of their mottos is chaos, um, order out of chaos. So they have to create chaos. Right. So, so if you look at it, I almost see that partly the police were set up on this. They were. Yeah. And, and they were probably doing the majority of them are probably great guys. And they probably now have a, a massive guilt trip and, and, um, and they were fo- probably following orders. It's now pretty clear got- they were following orders for 40 minutes, told not to enter a building. And then one border security guy who's a sniper for the border patrol screwed it all up for him. Right. And, and so, so you have, you have, uh, again, a, a PSYOP. And of course, they want to cover up the PSYOP by saying, you know, either, oh, you just don't care about children or, you, you know, you, that's a conspiracy theory. Who, who would conspire something that nasty? By the way, I don't know if you picked up the blurb, and I can't verify if the blurb's correct or not, but apparently a military, uh, military plane flew in a few minutes before the shooting started and then flew out uh, um, a few minutes before the shooter was shot. I don't know if that's, that's correct. Don't pull a a Trent Pfizer video. Right. We really don't have the ability to. J.C. Cole, roll right. We're halfway through more after this. Amanda Radke continues to do wonderful things. Go to AmandaRadke.com. Her Radke report is on the edge. It's right there on the edge, keeping people. I mean, who wants to hear what you want to hear? You need to hear what you don't want to hear. And Amanda is wonderful at giving you the information you don't want to hear and helping you get ready for what you need to know. Does any of that make sense? It all will if you go to the Radke Report at AmandaRadke.com. And there's a gift there or two. Welcome back. Roll route. Trent Lewis alongside J.C. Cole joining us from New Jersey. And he just brought to light something that I had not even thought about until he put it in the context. So it is the Democrat leaders plus Justin Trudeau. Trudeau seems to try to gain more ground from this Texas shooting in Canada in uh, disarming Canadians who have fewer guns than we do than what's happening in the U.S., even though Pinocchio Joe, as my friend Hank Vogler calls Biden, is uh, talking about the dangers of nine millimeters. But anyway, the same people who are trying to now remove our guns because kids were killed in a Texas classroom are the same people that promote abortion even to the day after birth. Right. Do you not see a bit of hypocritical, problematic thought process here? Oh, and that was the same people that claim it's my body. Right. You know, and and I I can say what I want. But when it comes to whether I want to take an injection or not, well, you have to do it. Oh, no, no, it's my body and I'll do what I want. Yeah. And and so so there's their hypocrisy again. And of course, we're of course, we're just reacting. So that's a psyop. That's a psychological operation. And. um you know, and, and it's trying to get people to do the research and start to study deep and, and find out that, yes, there is a conspiracy. Yes, the, the, uh, the, the black hats of the 
CIA have created something called MKUltra, where they're able to find weak individuals that are already probably on psychological drugs and be able to basically hypnotize Right, and and this this shooting brings up a shooting that and uh, people have long forgotten about. That um, um, oh, it was back in 2013 at the Washington D.C. Naval Yard, where um, a sailor went in. Now you're not allowed guns on on the Naval Yard, so a sailor went in and he took away the guard's gun. <laughs> okay, except for the guard was a pretty big guy, and he was, and the uh, and the uh, perk was um, a, a smaller guy. And he went in, and he killed, I think, twelve people. Right during about an hour of shooting. Okay, now what hasn't gotten into the news was that the DC SWAT team, which is one of the best in the country showed up within three minutes to four minutes and the commander of the of the um the navy yard made them stand down while the shooting continued and even more so and this this you can find the information out this you can do your search and, and find it and even more so the perk the guy who did the shooting right like two or three days before actually went to the police and filed a report that his wall was talking to him. His wall was actually talking to him. It's filed, right? And, of course, they thought he was nuts, but, no, that fits perfectly with that that uh, they were uh, controlling his, his um, brainwaves. So you, I think you maybe have just potentially and by the way this is theory but you maybe just answered the question i have not been able to find out my answer myself with this texas shooting because it's as people began digging into this kid he was demented he was talking about doing some something like this for quite some time on social media and what you just proposed is that whoever they are let's just say the cia they have the, dark, the ability, the, yeah. the, the, the dark side of the CAA. Uh, yeah. I don't want to say the black normal. hats because I'm yeah, sitting here looking at you with a black, black hat. hat. <laughs> right. So <laughs> anyway, they have the ability undoubtedly to monitor every single thing everywhere. And so it's not particularly when somebody like this kid is going public as much as he was prior to the, the, the massacre which is what it was, they find this kid and then find a way to get inside of his head and cause that to happen. Is that, right. that's, that's a theory. That's a good theory. That's, that's a theory. Now, here's an interesting thing back to that shooting in uh, Washington um, in 2013. It killed 12 Navy, Navy people, right? But they never told us what those people did. Right. It turned out they were financial investigators investigating the Obama administration. How do we know that to be true? That Well, you don't know it to be true. That's the challenge. But the part of the information, somebody tracked it down and figured out who they were. It's like the same, same thing if you look at what happened at the Pentagon 
you know, that uh, a plane overshot the location where the generals are, did an incredible banking turn that the professional pilot trainers couldn't do, the, the guy that failed his Cessna test, and hit exactly where the accounting division was, where there were something like 32 of the 35 uh, people of, um, oh, it'll come to me, um, who were financial investigators finding out where the dot-com money went and where the uh, um, trillions of dollars that the Department of uh, Defense had admitted <laughs> the day before was missing. Mm-hmm. By coincidence, so they killed the so the people who died in the, at the Pentagon were the investigators for financial crime. Uh, uh, Able danger, the the their code name was Able Danger, and something like three or four of them survived. And of course, put two and two together real quick that all their uh, um, comrades had gotten wiped out and were the only people wiped out. Might be a deterrent uh, to continue your investigation, you think? I think so. I think I'd change my name and ditch my phone real quick. <laughs> right. But, you know, the, this this stuff is all, that stuff is provable. Guys who got killed were able danger. Yeah. So, so, so we've got, again, we've got psychological operations being played on us. And, of course, they, they said, oh, that's tinfoil hat stuff. Uh, turn off your deductive reasoning. You know, it just happens that almost every major uh, execution of our uh, leaders was a lone wolf. Okay, so let's just assume that all of these conspiracy tinfoil hat uh, things are real. We need to be about solutions. Uh, so right. what what do we do to make a difference without... Uh, being able, what was that project called? Able danger. Able dangered. Right, and the only thing I can say is shine light on the darkness. Yeah. You know? Well, you know, and and, and I, I don't know. I mean, there's the different psych, you know, the actions that can be done. Um, you know, and and actually, I see part of it being done. Where, where they're saying to this kid who apparently dressed like a pauper, had a, a part-time job at, at a fast food restaurant, afforded some of the nicest military equipment there was. You know, and I, I don't own a Daniel Defense. You know, that's, that's an expensive gun relative to um, what, what you can get. And, and so, you know, that's, uh, why would he have two rifles? Now, you you know, very expensive guns, two rifles. Uh, apparently, he had an expensive car, and he, and he worked at, um, you know, one of the fast food chains. You know, and, so and, and his mother was a, a drug head. He was living with his grandparents. Right. He was living with his grandparents. But, so which, I'm, I'm going to be repetitive. That is the core issue of what we're dealing with, is the d- destruction of the family unit. Kids yeah. growing up without a father, um, too much pressure on the mother. It, it's that's the intended chaos to me that has to be fixed. Stop right. demonizing and, dad. 
Right. And, and you add in the stress of our societies, um, you know, the, like the drug problem, you know, where, you know, we have, uh, we have warriors out there fighting, trying to, you know, uh, control the import of drugs. But we know that the dark side of the CIA ran drugs out of Vietnam in Air America and are, are using that for a cash flow. So we're fighting our own system. So you reckon when you apply at the CIA, they have uh, a light side of the paper and a dark side of the paper, and people say, I want to be a part of the good part of the CIA, or I want to be a part of the evil part? How how does that all happen? I I don't know. I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. I was um, going to say, if you did know, probably should say click buzz right now. Um, and most right, likely right. it's too late. No, that's true. I guess we can apply that same question to like, um, like, um, the Vatican. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, right. Do you want to be an evil, evil priest or do you want to be a good priest? Yeah. It's like, well, what are the perks? <laughs> <laughs> Which one pays best? Can right. I get health insurance on both of them? <laughs> right. Right. Oh so, my goodness. So, but, 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 hey, listen, you know, we, we look back at what happened this week, and we also look back at what happened this week in history, but there was some good news. There was some good news, okay? How long is this good news going to take? Uh, 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 three seconds. Okay. Top, top paid Los Angeles lifeguards earned up to $510,000 oh. in 2021. So Los Angeles obviously values saving lives. <laughs> okay there's no way that's a three second conversation there's more to that story but we'll have to figure it out when we recom- we come back with the last segment of roll route on the first day of june how about that the last and the first well, alpha and omega all happening right here we're back with more after this all right now i got my message so i'm gonna have to discontinue save that file and then come back to you all right I got to get a better answer before next I got a note today from a friend of mine that was a little critical of Dr. Nathan Bryan because a vegetarian group tried to use him to market their products. Well, that's not Dr. Bryan saying anything about the benefit. He is a meat eater. Trust me, I've been with him enough. You're eating meat, that's healthy. You're eating vegetables, that's healthy. You're taking nitric oxide to improve your nitric oxide content and all of the nitrates and nitrites that are going on in your body, that's healthy. Get more details about being healthy at no2u.com. And Trent is your coupon code when you order. Welcome back. Roll route, J.C. Cole. I'm Trent Luce, and I don't think technology is ever going to fail, so I won't buy the book. When technology fails. Right. Technology will always be here, JC. Click. <laughs> uh, I couldn't hear you. Technology cut out. What did you say? <laughs> right. right. So, so one of the advantages of technology is we can, uh, we can do a real quick search on our history and significance. And, and um, of course, that it was Memorial Day. <clears throat> Um, what happened between um, May the 27th and June the 4th. So we're right in the middle of that. In 1940, on the beaches of Dunkirk. 
Well, clearly it was something that led to the brutal uh, World War II. Yes. It was the, um, <clears throat> the uh, Nazi Germany had applied the, the Blitzkrieg for the first time and completely routed uh, the Brits, the French, the Belgians, um, and um, had them pinned on the beaches of Dunkirk which is northern France, right there on the British Channel. And, and isn't that what the impetus for us saying, okay, that's it, we're in? Um, Even though no. we talk about Pearl Harbor. No, no. It was, well, well, it ended up that something we haven't heard all the history of World War II yet. It's it's pretty, pretty definite. But for some reason, Hitler called off the, the wolves because he had the British and the French army trapped and he could easily drive them into the sea. And that would have been it. It would have been the winning of the war. And, uh, but he called, he, he stopped the advance, even though some of his generals wanted to, um, to continue. And it gave the British enough time to respond and during that eight days they evacuated about 320,000 troops well what was kind of special about that is that they used um, naval ships and uh, hundreds of merchant marine ships leisure vessels and other civilian boats anything that could float went across and apparently the British Channel that week was extremely calm for some reason and they were able to evacuate their the remains of their army and and the french um and stand to fight another day right and of course that's when it was pretty evident that uh, hitler was going to win and i guess uh and uh churchill tried numerous times to get uh uh fdr to get in the fight and finally they set up um pearl harbor and of course um pearl harbor was a setup um you know you just look at it and and actually i think it was even admitted now um that uh fdr knew that um knew that the japanese were coming and and just lined up the old boats and uh kept the three uh, aircraft carriers out at sea um, so that they didn't get destroyed. And, and December 7th, 41 was a early Sunday morning too, right? Yes. Yeah. And they had knowledge that uh, the Japanese were coming. So unfortunately, about 2,700 Americans died during the attack. I recall, mm-hmm. and um, right. So, then uh, another. No, I mean, we're just crazy people because right. here we are. You've talked about nine eleven. Um, we're talking about this kid in in Texas being a, a total pawn for some psych- psychological warfare. 
And we knew that uh, the attack on Pearl Harbor was coming. I mean, if, if those three significant, the, the the Texas thing is significant because it's fresh on our minds right now. The other two were world changing. Um, we're literally born into a chess game and we are a pawn at any point in time. Yes. And they're not telling us the rules. And it's almost like three dimensional chess or maybe even fourth dimensional. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, but we're sensing that something big is happening. Uh, I think uh, almost everybody's sensing something very big is happening. And so uh, that gets to um, what can we do about it? Well, one is pay attention, but two is do the best you can, you know, prepare. Um, you know, if, if our, our systems, we, we get numerous reports that we're going to have blackouts this summer and actually here's something to pay attention to uh, uh, as soon as they <laughs> as soon as they uh, came out and said that uh, another nuclear plant closes which I'm very fine for nuclear plants to close uh, an 811 um, megawatt nuclear plant in Michigan uh, is shutting down the <laughs> Shut down the same day the North American Electric Reliability Corporation, known as NERC, issued a report saying the U.S. electric grid doesn't have enough generation capacity and blackouts are almost certain. (laughs) Oh, man, you can't make this up. So what do we do? Well, prepare for blackouts. And one of the things, increase your security, please. I mean, there are ways to do it. Uh, um, there was a, a great book written in the 80s um, um, by one of the top guys uh, um, who I never can pronounce his name uh, called The Truth About Self-Protection and he runs down a whole bunch of those things um, uh, a, dub, a double uh, no ah uh, I, I can't pronounce his name. I've always had trouble with it, but he's quite famous. The, well, you uh, can... uh, well, I want to back up just a minute before we get to that famous guy. Um, the North American Energy, what was the, uh, the NERC? NERC. <laughs> what, what a nickname. Wow. Yeah. That's uh, Vincent Pry is, was, was, I think, leading it um, at some time. So those are, the acronym then is? N-A what? North American Electric Reliability Corporation, N-E-R-C. Got it. And these are the guys that are pushing very hard to harden our grid, which I agree with totally. Mm-hmm. Well, you would want to harden the grid by shutting down electric uh, production that day. That would well, be- I also pay attention to how many nuclear plants might be being shut down. Um because if we're going to have any earth problems, they're, they're going to want to shut down the new plants ahead of time. So what you just said was that there are people that believe that uh, either the volcanic or probably the uh, earthquake activity is going to increase. And if we have a nuclear plant, it will obviously cause nuclear spillage. In layman's yeah. terms. Yes. Um, and if you notice, 
Germany, I think, has shut down pretty much all of their nukes. I am actually going to take a look at that, at the number of nuclear plants that have shut down globally. Okay, so the book is The Truth About Self-Protection by Mossad Ayoub, A-Y-O-O-B. He's one of the top guys in self-defense. I think he's about 70, 75 right now. Mm. And the book's back in, written back in the 1980s, so it doesn't have any of the electronic information in it, but uh, I found it a very good read. I, I have... I have to say that in the name of self-protection, as I travel this country and, and re- really in the last six months, I haven't left. Uh, I've been in 41 states in the last 14 months. But in the last six months, I haven't been outside of Nebraska, the Great, Great Plains much. And I am seeing a massive number of uh, large solar grids going in at homes. I think it's unprecedented. Well, clearly, it's unprecedented. I'm just seeing it all over the place where people are are we're putting up a solar system. Yeah, and what interestingly enough, we're seeing it here also. It, uh, there's some way of funding by the state, or actually private funding, where they'll come in and, and depending on your energy bill, uh, they will they will pay for it to be put in. But interestingly enough, not many people are putting in battery banks where they can use their own solar. If the grid goes down. What's the point of having solar if you can't use it when the grid goes down? <laughs> the The point there is that the uh, electric company is buying it back and it's paying for itself. Yeah. But, but at the same time, so, so you get people who just aren't thinking it might cost you $20,000 to put mm. in the, the, the battery bank. Right, right. The battery is the expensive part. Uh, the battery bank and the switch. Right, that you can switch off um, yeah. automatically. But basically, yes, the battery bank. And of course, there's a lot of different options, and we don't want to go down that necessarily on this show. Um, but you know, roughly, roughly twenty thousand dollars. I mean, could be less. We're- we are down to one minute. JC, what do you want us to most know here on the first day of June, 2022? Well, I had a good conversation with Amanda yesterday on um, on canning food. And we came down to very quickly that for a family of four, it might cost you about um, $600 to $700 to invest into everything you need to can your own food uh, per year, um, not not including the food. And and uh, that if you did it with freeze drying, it's it's more like four thousand dollars, right? Um, and that you have to be able to store your own food if you have the ability to create it and and, and have gardens. Yeah. Why would you freeze dry it when you can just blanch your corn on the stove? Uh, well, uh, freeze drying is is one good w- uh, way. It lasts much longer. Uh, it keeps taste and vitamins in there. But you know, and 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 specifically with fruits, um, it's it's a very good way to do it. But it's uh, it's expensive, and of course, you're going to need electricity. <laughs> so. 
<laughs> There's that little issue. We have another issue. It's called the clock. We have successfully journeyed down the road connecting rural and urban America. As always, my thanks to J.C. Cole. I'm not sure we solved any problems, but we sure put some sunshine on some issues. It's up to you to do the rest. All roads do lead to a rural route.